Chapter Twenty Five of The Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls, by Marianne Curlew. Chapter Twenty Five. A good mother is a boy's or a girl's best earthly friend. John Wesley knew this, and thought there was no mother like his mother. You remember how, as a little boy, he always went for her for advice, and when he was quite a young man, he used to hope that he would die before her, for he felt he could not live without his mother. You may think, then, how sad he was when, at last, the message came to him that she was dying. He was at Bristol when he received the news, and at once set off for London, arrived at his home at the foundry. He found his five sisters watching round the bed of the dear old mother. Though she was too ill to speak to them, they could see she was quite happy and peaceful, just waiting to be taken home. Before long the call came. Come up higher. A great number of people came to the funeral, and as Mr. Wesley stood at the graveside, he preached one of his most wonderful sermons. His heart was full. He had lost the friend of his life, but he knew it was not forever. One day he would meet her again, and as he looked on those hundreds of people gathered there by the open grave, he longed that they should, as surely, some day pass home through the beautiful gate. Work is the best cure for sorrow, and after his dear mother's death, Mr. Wesley began his preaching again. Wherever he went, people were converted, and became followers of Jesus Christ. And also wherever he went, wicked men and women tried to stop him preaching, and sometimes even wanted to kill him. But he was doing God's work, and God took care of him. Once he was preaching to hundreds of people in an open space somewhere in London. In the middle of his sermon, several men tried to drive a herd of cows among the listeners. They wanted to frighten them and force them to go away. But the cows were wiser than their masters, and would not go among the people. Then these bad men started throwing stones, and one of them hit Mr. Wesley just between his eyes. What do you think he did? Give up preaching and go home? Indeed, he did not. He just wiped the blood off his face, and went on telling the people to repent of their sins, and believe on the Son of God. Brave John Wesley Bristol, you remember, was the first place where Mr. Wesley preached out of doors, and it was at Bristol where there was the first great disturbance. I don't quite know how it was, but just about this time, wherever the Methodists went, they were abused and ill-treated. I think Satan was beginning to find out how much good the Methodists were doing, and thought it was time he did something to stop it. So, in all the towns where the preachers went, he stirred up the worst men and women to make rows and disturb the services. At Chelsea, the rioters threw fireworks into the room. At another place they broke in the roof, and some of the people were nearly killed. At Bristol, the mob filled the streets, shouting and cursing and swearing. When the constables caught the ringleaders, 
took them before the mayor they began to speak against mr wesley but the mayor stopped them whatever mr wesley is is nothing to you he said i won't allow any rioting in this city and you must go to prison this was the first and last disturbance at bristol but the worst of it was at most of the places neither the constables nor the mayor would interfere and so the people did just as they liked at wensbury in staffordshire the methodists were most cruelly treated one of the rioters used to blow a horn and then all the mob gathered together they went to every house where there was a methodist smashed the windows dragged the furniture out and broke it up and burnt the beds if the men or women interfered they just knocked them down even the little children they used to beat but i think i will leave the exciting scenes at wednesbury for another chapter end of chapter twenty five recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida